Hello, everybody. This is Cedric Joseph again. How you doing? Uh, this is another episode of Business in the Spotlight, and we have a new segment that we're starting today, and we're calling that segment Capitalize. Now, Capitalize means a lot of things to a lot of different people, and um, to us, it means taking advantage of an opportunity that comes your way or making the best of a situation that gives you, you may not, it may not be the best situation in the world, but you capitalize on what's there and make it even better for you. So we're starting a segment for businesses, for business owners, for people to, uh, to aspire to capitalize on opportunities and, and, op and things that are in their lives and things of that nature. And with us today, we have Boris Mendez. Boris is with B2 Capital, and I'm going to let him talk to you a little bit about who he is for a second, and then we'll get into the questions after that. Boris, how are you today? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How about yourself? I'm well, thank you. Tell the people who you are. Yeah, thanks. Uh, thanks for having me, Cedric. Uh, so basically, what we do as uh, B2 Capital, we specialize in um, alternative financing. All right? Most businesses are familiar with uh, conventional financing because that's what they were taught. And, um, you know, that's what they were taught growing up. And uh, they believe that there's only one way of getting capital in order for their business to be able to grow. Uh, what we do, uh, we specialize in something called revenue-based financing. And revenue-based financing uh, looks like the cash flow of the business and allows the business to continuously get capital as the business is growing. So as the business matures, it gets more capital, the revenue is growing where typically in a conventional space, you would have to wait until uh, until you have your P&Ls, your balance sheets showing profits, tax returns uh, for at least two to three years, uh, where this type of capital allows the business as it's growing, you know, we could look at the month to month cash flow, we could look at the month to month growth and provide that capital to the business owner and the business owner uh, could instantly inject that capital to be able to continue to grow their business. So Boris, I'm hearing you say alternative financing. Uh, mm -hmm. Why would a business look to you for support? What does that mean when you say alternative financing? So uh, alternative financing in a sense that where the business, typically they would look at for financing for five years, uh, for example. But the way that a business grows, a business doesn't grow two to five years at a time, right? They grow per quarter, right? Most of the time, the business owner will tell you, uh, last quarter, you know, we, we were profitable. Last quarter, we lost money or whichever. Uh, so when we look at alternative financing, it looks at a different way of looking at financing and looking at business growth. And it tracks exactly the, the way the business actually grows versus the conventional way of looking at financing over long period, longer periods of time. Uh, so a lot, a, few, a lot of businesses are at a, a disadvantage, right? You're looking at the US, uh, you have about 3 million new businesses uh, in the US every year. So those businesses won't be able to have access to capital in, for at least three years. And if they're, you know, if they're not uh, showing profits, you're mostly looking at probably five years. So that's five mm -hmm. years of businesses that either drop off the economy because they weren't able to get the support. Uh, they could have a, a good business plan. They could have a good product, um, you know, a good pitch. Uh, but once they need the capital for the inventory, they need capital for, uh, for growth in general, they don't have that access, right? So alternative financing is there for that, right? It's an alternate way to be able to get capital for the business and to continue growing and making it to the bigger volumes uh, where, you know, you may start accessing uh, conventional capital. Now, 
Mm -hmm. so, so, so I wanted to I wanted to, to interject really quick. Um, mm -hmm. I think what you're saying is great. So let me let me boil it down a little bit. Um, mm -hmm. So if I have if you, you say people, you know, businesses, uh, there are about three million businesses that start. We know that, you know, majority of those are going to fail, you know, around 80 to 90 percent of those are, are going to be out of the market. Yeah, by the fifth year. Yeah. yeah, three mm -hmm. to five years. So my question to you is this. If I start a business today, you know, six months down the line, a year down the line, I'm still chugging along and I and I'm and I really need an injection of cash. You know, I'm usually not gonna be able to get anything from my bank. So are you saying to me, are you saying to the people that are that are gonna listen to this that your type of financing works for them? If if they've got cash flow and if they they can show some sort of cash flow, you guys are the way that they should really go. Is that what I'm under, is that what exactly. I'm to understand? Okay. Yeah, that's exactly right. So you have um, so you know we see businesses, for example, a lot of times they you know they're coming in very strong with cash flow, right? It could be nine months in business, twelve months, or maybe two years in business, where in their industry it may not be something that's normal. But maybe they're coming mm -hmm. with a lot of experiences, a lot of contacts. So they're coming in and they're keeping, they're managing the cash flow wall. They're keeping uh, cash into their balance, right? They're carrying cash mm -hmm. every day into their balance. Mm -hmm. uh, they're making a certain amount of revenue per per month. Uh, for us, for example, we look at $15,000 or more per month. Uh, but there are other companies that could do uh, less, right? There are other mm -hmm. companies that could do, you know, 5000 or more per month in revenue. And then from there, you get an injection. Now, the way it works is that it's basically based on your monthly revenue. So mm -hmm. when you have, uh, so if you're averaging, let's say $30,000 a month, then you're most likely will be able to get around that $30,000. That's an easy rule of thumb to remember. So you may be able to get a little bit less, a little bit more, depending on other criteria. Mm -hmm. yeah. So okay. yeah, that, that's basically how the businesses will be able to get it. Now you could be 12 months in business. And if you're doing $30,000 a month, uh, you know, you're probably majority of businesses profit between 15 to 25 percent in profit. Mm -hmm. You're for you to make a thirty thousand dollars investment that, you know, you have to wait almost a year to accumulate mm -hmm. that investment to make sure it's not the only money you have to be able to make the investment uh, mm -hmm. because you don't want to spend, you know, on inventory or equipment and then be right. out of capital. And be out of right? it, right? Exactly. So instead, what we do, we'll provide you that capital. Right. Let's say the thirty thousand. And then you get a uh, term. So the term could be, you know, it could be anywhere from six to 12 months. Uh, for more qualified business, it could, it could go up to 24 months. Right. Mm -hmm. But uh, but the business gets $30,000 injection. The time it would take you to to save that money, you're already you're paying very small payments. Right. So they're mm -hmm. they make it very, very comfortable for the business where it could be divided into weekly payments or even daily payments, which which makes it even easier. Right. So it's much easier to pay $100 and to pay $500. Right? It's much easier to pay $500 and to pay $2,000. Right, right. So my question then, you know, you get a lot of people, I, I know because I deal in the business space and have been in the business space for 20 plus years, I get, mm -hmm. I, people are even text messaging me now. Hey, do you need $600,000? Hey, do you need a million? We can lend up to a $5 million. You know, all we need is such yeah. and such, you know, that kind of <laughs> stuff. You know, what sets you apart in this market space? Okay, so uh, B2 Capital, what we specialize in is because in the, in the industry, uh, the industry is very, 
obscure in a sense that you're not able to find a lot of information uh, to tell you exactly which direction to go, right? Mm -hmm. You can't go on uh, on Google and say, hey, you know, I own a truck company. I'm looking for working capital. You'll get 10,000 results, right? You don't mm -hmm. know which one of those results is a fit for you. Uh, mm -hmm. B2 Capital, what we did, we, we basically, we do the processing and the underwriting of a direct funder. Uh, but we have um, we have we have access to multiple funding partners that uh, that a broker would have. Now, the, a broker basically they they would send over the file to everybody in the industry and see what comes back. Which mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. you have you know that's an obvious con. Mm -hmm. And you have uh, but the the pro is they you get different options, right? Uh, as a lender, they process and and underwrite your file so they know exactly what your file qualifies for. And uh, the, you know, the con is that the business owner or sort of the lender can only give you one option, which is his option, right? right. He'll tell you this is the best option because that's what he knows. Right. Uh, so what, what B2 does, we eliminate both of those con where we, we have, uh, you know, we partner up with the most competitive funders in the industry uh, and that could provide and uh, they could provide a fit for every different industry. Right. So rather you're in trucking, restaurant, you know, lawyer. So, you you know, some underwriters want to see your file. Some don't. Mm -hmm. So uh, you don't hire the, the borrower doesn't have to go through that and do the research. We do as, a, as financial experts, we do that. So we do the processing we do the underwriting in-house. And then we basically bridge the relationship, uh, the capital relationship for them. And then we maintain that relationship. So as their business grow. Sometimes, you know, lender A is a good fit for you right now. And then your business grows, right? You're, you're no longer one year in business. Now you're two years in business um, and your revenue, you're no longer doing 30. Now you're doing 75. Mm -hmm. So that lender may no longer be a fit to for you to maximize what you want to be able to get. So B2 automatically moves you up to the next level. Um, you know, in your behalf. And then we negotiate the offer to make sure you're getting the most competitive offer for your type of uh, criteria right now. Hmm. Okay, so that, that doves tell right into my next question, which was going to be, you know, how do you make it easy for customers to utilize you to, to work with you and, and things like that? But you kind of gave me a little bit of it right there. Can you, can mm -hmm. you elaborate on that at all? Yeah, sure. Uh, so each one of the customers that are that come in, they're assigned to a senior account executive, right? Which is a financial expert that is familiar with all the products, their their experience in the industries, and they could answer questions. Uh, you know, telling you, okay, this is what will happen, and they'll also help you to to tell you how to make your business look better to the underwriter. So, for example, we see a lot of business owners that they transfer money back and forth from their personal account to their business account, right? So we could tell them, hey, listen, this is how much you're qualified for now. Here's the reason why you didn't, you weren't qualified for more. But if you do this, this and that in the next four months, we're, we'll be able to refinance your file halfway through the term or five months. And, uh, and then you'll get more capital. You'll get approved for more capital, better rates, and longer term. So they kind of walk you all the time through which steps you need to do to, to get better qualification as you go. And um, the other thing that we're working on now, and that hasn't come out yet, but uh, I'll give you a sneak peek. Yes, uh, we love those. All right. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's the, the mobile application that we're working on. 
So, um, you know, the whole goal of alternative financing is that we're trying to make it as accessible and um, as comfortable as conventional financing can be. So for us at B2, we're working on a mobile application that will actually uh, allow everybody to have constant access to, you know, their how much payments they've made, what their balances are, how much capital they got funded, how many times they got funded. Uh, but most importantly, uh, the, the main purpose of the application is that it tracks their finances, right? Mm -hmm. um, it actually shows them their their day-to-day -day balance and the difference. It will show them like, hey, you're keeping, you kept less money in your account this week than you did the week before, right? Mm -hmm. So, and it'll tell you, hey, you're, you're, you made this much more than last month, this month. Mm -hmm. So it kind of, it's kind of like a mobile CFO, right? So if you were to put a value on it for each customer, it would probably be worth uh, over 80000 uh, in value and salary if you were to hire somebody to do that for you. But the application tracks that for you. And it allows you to know at all times where your finances are, how you're tracking month to month. So that, that's wow. what we're working on. Yeah. You heard it here first, guys. They're working on an app to be your CFO, your internal CFO. There you go. All right. Yeah. That's awesome. So tell me a little bit more about, um, well, if, if I'm if I'm looking to get this kind of alternative financing and, and to move into this world, because I think it, it will help my business stay up more than afloat, but to grow. Um, mm -hmm. You know, what are some of the pitfalls that people and businesses find in this in this type of industry? And what what do the listeners or what do the uh, the viewers, what should they stay away from? You know, kind okay. of thing. Give us some insight on that, please. So there's a few things that they that they should look out for. Right. So for one, um, a lot of times if they're being processed by, by let's say, a broker, uh, the broker will tell you, hey, you're pre-approved for 250,000, but only if you get 10,000 right now, we just got to show you some uh, $10,000 payment history and they give you, mm -hmm. you know, very short term, bad payments. And then they come back, um, you know, let's say after a few months and the, they, the broker no longer answers their phone. All mm -hmm. right. So that gives that leaves people with a bad taste in their mouth because they, they had they went through, you know, a bad company where right. um yeah where they didn't have a good, a good experience there so they believe that that's how the industry is right, right? um you know the other what thing do you I guys well, do what do you guys do to change that 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 idea of people you know of, of brokers so the the only uh one of the things that we're where we want to do in the future we want to we want to be a platform not just uh that we process and and we're in contact with the direct clients but that because uh, brokers have the same problems that clients have, right? They they don't have access to uh, the the funding platforms, right? And they don't have the processing or the underwriting know how to be able to get the most uh, efficient capital for their for their clients. So we want to we're once the platform is fully you know uh, formed and we will put it active we'll put it active for brokers. So they also could want to take care of the customers, so they could also have access to our platform. And then mm -hmm. we do, you know, we do everything else for them. Uh, so, you know, that, that way we, we become more of a mediator between the brokers and the direct funders because the funders right. as well, they want to see businesses that they like, um, you know, versus getting, uh, versus a business owner getting multiple declines for, and, you know, as they think that their business is not good, but it's just like they're going to the wrong funder. Right, right, right. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off earlier. So what are some of the other pitfalls that you see on a regular basis? Yeah, so, um, you know, we've seen uh, we've seen where businesses 
they 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 come in with an expectation thinking that it would be let's say you know they're looking for a five year term or they're looking for something that that's outside of their scope right and a lot of times we tr- we explain how the how the business is able to benefit from the capital um and uh you know let's say by having a shorter a smaller amount of capital but and having multiple injections along the way where mm-hmm. a lot of business owners they're thinking like oh i have to get the full amount of capital i need uh mm-hmm. you know over three years which actually puts a bigger dent on the business right so it's better for the business to be able to get uh, multiple smaller amount of capital as it goes and which is the capital that it needs now to get to the next step and which would generate revenue for you know wherever they're investing the money um and th- that's where i see a, a lot of difference as well so does that help to increase the business's credit scoring or anything like that does that work how does that how does how does what you do work with creating and 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 maintaining a high credit score for a business so um depending on which tier the business is already so if they're um you know if they're a top tier um you know let's say you have top tier middle tier and low tier right so if they're a top tier uh business and we you know we get them a top tier funding it does report into their their business credit right and they build their business credit which allows them to you know to get better uh better better amount of capital better rates in the future and eventually even transition into conventional financing if that's what they need right mm-hmm. because they'll have that history there now majority of the time it builds um business credibility in the industry uh versus just uh on the actual business credit so they're able to build credibility so the, the more uh they could show that they've make they're making consistent payment no matter the dollar amount, or that they've gotten funded in the past, they've got some experience uh, where they've gotten capital, paid it back, they've gotten capital and they're paying it, uh, never miss a payment. So that builds credibility in the industry. And uh, for us, it's one of the things we always tell our clients, like uh, make sure that, you know, you make sure that you don't miss any payments because uh, as we go, our goal is always trying to get them to move up a tier. If they're starting at a bottom tier, we're saying, look, we're putting you at a bottom tier now because that's where you are. But then we're our goal is to eventually move you up to mid tier and then to a high tier. And they do that by by building that credibility with payments. And the more the more payments they show, the better. So you're saying there's bottom tier, middle tier, high tier. Does that mm-hmm. have to do with does that speak to uh, the interest rates that they must pay back or does that how does that work? Yeah, so the tiers, it actually, it affects all three factors. Uh, so for us, every business is divided in three factors or of focus, right? One uh, would be term, right? They could uh, they could focus on term, getting a short-term or long-term. Uh, they could focus on dollar amount, getting the most amount of dollars for your business or, not, or just getting a fraction of what you're averaging. Uh, and then the last one is rates. Uh, so it does affect uh, the rate uh, and rates are mostly it's a flat fee, all right, which is one of the main major difference in conventional financing. Uh, this type of financing, the rates are more so a flat fee, which are called factor rate. Uh, but the easiest way to to explain that is just that you get one, you get funded a dollar, you pay back a dollar and it's, uh, you know, it's a flat amount and you always know what it's going to be. So it doesn't change monthly by your balance. Uh, but yeah, depending on the tier that you're in that would affect all three of them. Mm. Okay. So how could a business, how could a business protect itself or a business owner protect themselves from 
being because it, it seems like a lot of this really works for businesses and it can work in a lot of different businesses but we know that that's where people can find scams so yeah. how 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 can how can a business owner protect themselves you know within when, when dealing with within this industry um i would say make sure that they they don't pay any fees in advance right mm -hmm. uh if somebody's asking you for an application fee um you know it may mean that you know that's probably how they make a, maybe a portion of their revenue right so um so you a lot of times you may not want to say hey um I, you don't have an offer do you just submitting an application and say hey you have to pay a hundred dollar application fee for example mm -hmm. right most of the time you may not hear you may not hear back from that from that uh business right because they're you know because they charge you the fee you may not qualify and then you never hear back mm -hmm. um so, and another thing is mostly what I mentioned earlier, what I see, I'll say 90% of the time, the application fee is not so much uh, because there are, there are businesses that do charge application fee and they do provide good service. Uh, but the, the biggest thing is what I mentioned earlier is when a business is being told, hey, you're approved for this much, uh, but we can only give you this much right now. So mm -hmm. I think that would be the biggest, um, you know, the, the biggest part uh of them being able to to get something that's solid versus you know a pie in the sky mm. okay mm -hmm. all right well boris i think i think uh for our first episode of capitalize i think this has gone pretty well you know i think so yeah, what definitely. do you think all oh right, yeah no i definitely right. agree all yeah, right we've well, done pretty well i think we've covered we've covered a wide range of subjects for I business owners so. to kind of have a good understanding I absolutely agree with you. Um, if people want to get in contact with you, we got it scrolling along the bottom there. But tell people how to reach you. Uh, yeah, so they could uh, they could go on our website, as you see in the bottom here, uh, b2csp.com. Uh, that would also give them like a, a bit more breakdown over what type of capital is more efficient for them. For, uh, you know, if it's revenue based versus equipment financing and so mm -hmm. on. Um, and they could reach us at the number here, which is 786-655-4232. Uh, and the best way would be really just to simply submit an application, which is mm -hmm. also on our website. And uh, from there, a, a specialist will reach out to you. Mostly it's a senior account executive. They'll reach out to you and they'll be able to, very, to have an understanding of your business after just a few questions. And they'll be automatically be able to tell you, hey, this is what you're most likely can expect. And, um, you know, you could do that as well. Even if you don't submit an application, you'll get some uh, some advice on which is the best route to go. Well, guys, you heard it here first on, on, on Capitalize, on Business in the Spotlight, our new set, um, edition called Capitalize. Thank you guys for paying attention to us today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, um, if you want to see any of our other previous podcasts, you can go to High Octane um, Media and Entertainment on YouTube. Or you can uh, we're we're on Spotify. We're on you know you know wherever you get your podcast. That's where we that's where we are. You know kind of thing. Um, and thank you so much for your for your time today, guys. And uh, thank you so much, uh, Mr. Mendez and uh, everybody. We hope to hear from you guys uh, soon. You guys take care. Take care.